Jill says she wants someone to make her laugh besides herself. <laughs> Which is intensely, intensely relatable. That is 100% a statement I have said before. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hello. We're your hosts, Laura Simshauser and Aaron Simshauser. And we have a special live, well, not live, well, special in-person episode today. Mm-hmm. In-person for us. Should we get started on? So we've, we're going to cover both episodes today. Mm-hmm. So we open the episode and there's a new intro. Theme song reveal. Theme song reveal. I thought it was pretty good this year. I I disagree. I feel like it was so awkward. Like, I know that they are the whole thing is it's meant to be like sort of like kitschy and like tacky and like making fun of itself, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like it's like um very like overdone. But it was just like too much. Like Hunter with the toilet paper, I was like, stop trying to make this a thing. And a lot of it just felt like forced but not in a good way Mm. does that make sense sure like it's supposed to be more like cheesy than like oh like like do something like quirky and relatable Mm. or like when they made lace like fall off with her drink like that was just so awkward and forced (laughs) were there any that you did like jill okay i liked michael with the grill like that was good i thought that was cute that was funny that's good. Logan's was kind of funny to me. And I thought Hunter's was funny. I don't know. It just wasn't doing it for me. It just it just felt like a little, like, they're just pushing a narrative too much for me. And I'm like, I get it, you know? The narrative being that Hunter has IBS. <laughs> yes, yes. Sure. They're just forcing that down my throat. <laughs> they're forcing her IBS down my throat. <laughs> that's, that's yummy. That's a good image in my head. <laughs> um okay so then then what happened so we get a recap on which couples are going strong so it's brandon and serene andrew and teddy hunter and johnny shanae and logan and justin and genevieve are the established couples Mm -hmm. genevieve says that she's at an 11 out of 10 so i guess she's really into justin which i just don't see it between those two either i don't know Maybe we're missing something. Like, it seems like they have, like, a friendship. And, like, not even that close of a friendship. Yeah, and not even that. Have they kissed? Did they kiss in the first episode and I just, like, forgot about it? I think they did. Apparently they spent the whole day together. Okay. I feel like we just didn't see much of it. And the parts they did show us were awkward. Yeah, the only part they showed us was, like, Narwhal. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like she's just a little bit, like... I wonder if she's ever been in love, because I'm like... No, she hasn't. She hasn't. Okay, because I feel like if she's felt it, she'll know what it feels like, and she'll know that this isn't this yeah. isn't it, this yeah. is, and this isn't really the beginnings of it, Yeah, I feel. Yeah. But anyway, so Jen is, like, really stressed out about this, and she's stressed out when Victoria comes in. Yes. And honestly, I think everyone should be scared of Victoria. They should fear her, in, a, in like... In a good way. Out of respect for her, they should fear her. I agree. I wrote down, 
all the girls stressed as they should be. Yep. That's <laughs> a, literally what I said. I said, Victoria is a queen and everyone should be scared of her. <laughs> she has these like doe eyes where she literally looks like a cartoon character. She does. It's and crazy. She looks so much like Ariana Grande. That's us- That's all I think when I look at her. Really? It's just the eyes. It's just the eyes though. And kind of like her like daintiness and her like mannerism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her Disney princess. Yeah. Jen also said that um was didn't she say something like this is like way more than she was ever into Clayton? Who? They were all like roasting Clayton. Yeah, Clayton's getting a lot of hate constantly he got a lot of hate last bachelorette season he's still getting hate Mm -hmm. which is weird because usually i feel like the the franchise protects their own a little bit more than this yeah Um, they really dumped on him even when we had like we've had a lot of bad bachelors but no no one has ever gotten this much like on bachelor hate yeah (laughs) it's crazy honestly at this point i'm like give him a break okay he wasn't that bad i know i know and there's just no reason to bring that up yeah it just doesn't matter um, okay, so Victoria pulls Logan first, mm-hmm. but she also has said that she's interested in Justin. Mm-hmm. And then she also talks to Johnny, mm-hmm. and they kind of have that flirty banter. Oh, yeah. But Johnny kind of has that with everyone, but they do have a good a good banter. They definitely have some sexual tension, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was palpable for me as mm-hmm. a viewer. Victoria said that she heard of Justin through mutual friends, so I think that she's like kind of involved in that Katie's friend group. Katie's guy friend group squad a little bit. Yeah. Which I didn't know beforehand. Yeah. But there were other things that happened that, like, made me think that. Because she just kept saying stuff like that. Anyway. Um, Jen reveals, or Genevieve reveals that it's her birthday. And I was like, uh-oh. Bad things are coming for you. Because if there's one thing about Bachelor Paradise is they will screw you over on your birthday. It doesn't matter... You could be in the strongest couple. They will make sure some drama mm-hmm. happens on your birthday. They love the, like, crying on your birthday <laughs> cliche. Mm-hmm. It reminded me so much of Kaylin and Dean when Dean broke up with her on her birthday. I was like, we're definitely going to get a Justin <laughs> breaking up with Genevieve on her birthday situation. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> it also made me laugh when Victoria was, like, talking about how she, like, lives in Nashville. And she was like, I'm not a not Broadway a bro- girl. I'm not a Broadway girl. Because Aaron and I recently went to Nashville for a vacation, and we went to Broadway, and I know exactly what she means when she says she's not a Broadway girl. Broadway is a scary, scary place. It's a special kind of girl that goes there. And I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's just anarchy. It's just pure <laughs> anarchy. It's just pure booty shorts and cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like And glitter. bachelorette parties. Glitter, pink cowboy hats. <laughs> Um, just public indecency. Yep. Open carrying. Open carrying. (laughs) (laughs) It's chaotic out there. I mean, like, I'm sure it's a fun time. It it was just for me. I was I was scared. For me and Victoria, we're not Broadway. (laughs) We're not. We're not Broadway. (laughs) That couldn't be us. Um. Oh, then basically, Justin. Victoria's like Justin. Do you want to go on the date with me? Yeah, they go on the date. Um. And Jen is like, sorry, I keep calling her Jen. Genevieve okay. is like, is like, it's fine. Go on your date. <laughs> and she's like, 
mentally breaking down, like falling apart in her side interview. But to Justin, she's like trying to act all cool, mm-hmm. which is good because I was like, that's a lot. You've hung out with him for like one day. Don't, you can't be crying to him about going on a date with someone else. You really can't. No, all the girls start spiraling. Jen, Hunter, just, just complete spiral. Yeah. And it was, it was hard to watch. At the hands of Victoria. At the hands of Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we get the quintessential uh, Justin and Victoria ATV date. Always got to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm so wet right now. <laughs> No, no, they say that every single time. <laughs> Victoria's driving, which I love that for her. Like, that also feels like representative. If they actually were in a relationship, then that's definitely what would happen. Um, and they say that it feels like they've known each other for a while, which maybe they have. <laughs> which it sounds like they probably have. Um, and then back home, we see Genevieve is like, if he's conflicted, I'm done. If he comes, I feel like he's going to come back and say he doesn't know what he wants. And so I'm going to be done. She really just manifested that for herself. She really manifested that for herself. And also, what? Like, of course, of course he's going to be conflicted. You hung out with him for one day. He went on a date, went on one date with someone else. Why would he be like, I know who I want to be with now? It's so weird. I feel like the girls keep being like, why doesn't he want to be exclusive? But I'm like... It, I, are you being for real? Do you really want him to be exclusive? Oh, yeah. It was like Shanae. Wait, what was it? Was it Hunter? I don't know. I just feel like the girls keep being like, I know what I want. And so why doesn't he know what he wants? Okay, then Kira talks about how she's not having good luck. And Shanae goes, isn't it crazy how we've talked to everyone here more than Clayton? Yeah, another another Clayton another Rose. Another Clayton Rose. Clayton Rose number two. Which is weird because I feel like Shanae was one of the people on his season that was very into him. But it also does reveal something about the way that these shows work. Like, like you're supposed to get engaged at the end of Bachelor, and Shanae feels like at the end of, like, I don't know how many days it's been, but that she's already talked to people more. Yeah, but it's probably true. Yeah, it's sad. They need to figure out some way to structure different they do they really do because i also feel like the bachelor paradise couples have a better way better success rate yeah for sure oh yeah kira says that she's into casey and jacob and then we get a cut to casey talking to michael saying that kira's a mad woman and she was doing all the nipple stuff (laughs) and i don't know really tough kira's getting like a really tough edit she is this whole way through and it's a little bit i'm kind of like i feel like we've moved past it like it's 2022 can we not do like the slutty yeah. woman edit? Like, yeah. Like, she's so loose and just wants to go to the boom boom room and like, we're gonna make fun of her. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Again, grow stop up. Stop forcing the slut shaming narrative down my throat. Totally agree. Um, oh my god. And then Hunter and Sierra work out with Jacob and they say, <laughs> they were like, the guys have the reses this week. And I was like, yeah, obviously. Otherwise, why the hell would you be working out with Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah then michael and sierra have a conversation about what it's like <laughs> michael says i don't know how to manage these things i'm bad at it and he's like i haven't really dated that much mm-hmm. because he's still heartbroken and maybe needs more time but that he wants to get back to stability and sierra like takes it pretty well um and then they kiss interesting 
I don't know what I, I don't know what to think of their dynamic and the way that Michael talks about everything. Because it's hard. Like sure. I, I don't want to be um, judgmental because I think it is true. Everyone grieves in their own way, and I guess it makes sense. Like it's sort of impossible to date without talking about that because that's a huge thing to go through. But at the same time, I feel like in the beginning of a relationship, it should be more about getting to know the other person rather than diving into that stuff first. And I guess, like, they probably just show us those conversations because that's what is more interesting. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I want to see that he is interested in Sierra for herself and not just sort of, like, that she can support him through his transition back into dating, you know? Yes, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe they are only showing these conversations, but it does feel like they have more of, like, a friendship where he needs advice on how to get back into dating while grieving his wife. It's like, I don't know, it's just kind of, like, weird to talk to someone that you're newly seeing about that. And it feels more like a friend therapy session than, like, first date type chats. I don't know. Yeah, I I feel the same way. And I, I feel like it's a little... I I don't want to say so soon that he's, like, using her as for therapy or whatever. But, like, part of me is worried that it, it could go that direction. But again, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm just wary of it. And right now, it's honestly just hard for me to watch because it just, like, because I'm like, I don't know where this is going and it worries me, but I guess I should be more open-minded. Yeah, I also just feel like he's not, Michael's not ready for this at this point. I just feel like the way that he talks about why he wants to date again is like, I think my son needs a mom. I want to find stability again. I want to move on with my life rather than like, I'm ready to fall in love. I'm ready to have that special someone. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's like, like, I don't know. I don't think you should feel like something's missing from your life. It shouldn't be because you feel like something's missing mm-hmm. and you want to fill the hole. It should be because, you know, you have a great life and you just want to add on to that. Right. And, and like, I think maybe he feels guilty that his son doesn't have a mom anymore. But it's like, you don't have to feel guilty. I'm sure you're doing a great job as a single dad. Like, giving him everything he needs i don't know yeah yeah and and i feel like also the way he talks about it it's very focused on like his needs and like what a relationship would do for him but a relationship is mostly about giving you know so like that's kind of what i want to know is like is he in a place where he can give to another person or is he in a place where like he needs he needs someone to give to him you know Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. I also think, like, I think this was a separate conversation, but when him and Sierra were talking about, like, for real, for real grieving his wife, how he, like, slept diagonal in the bed and she Mm -hmm. starts crying, Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, he's so not in a place where, like, I honestly, I honestly think if he did get into another serious relationship and, like, had another woman sleeping in his bed, I don't think he's emotionally ready for that. Maybe he just doesn't realize because he hasn't gotten to that point in a relationship. But, like, the fact that he was just crying talking about it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Poor Michael. Yeah. I do think... But it's good to be... Like, 
at least he's like dipping his toe back into the dating world but it's like i don't know take it slow mm-hmm. see what happens give yourself time like it could take like five ten years to get over these sorts of things like it's a yeah. big deal yeah and so i don't think he should like be hard on himself that like a few years after this happened he's like still grieving it you know like yeah. not at all especially when you have a kid because then your grieving process is stunted in favor of them you know like it it's not like he can just take all the time he needs like his son is his priority so it's hard to prioritize your own healing process i I can imagine for sure i agree with that and also like you have this constant reminder of the person you Mm -hmm. lost which can both be a healing thing like she's always with you but also like it's tough yeah yeah um okay now moving into something a little lighter we get into some Logan, Shanae, and Haley drama. This this was also hard to watch. I'm gonna be honest, most of this episode was hard for me to watch. That's your that's your impression of the yeah, overall. Yeah, th- that was my impression of this episode. <laughs> oh like, yeah, we forgot to do first impressions. Yeah. Do, like, do you want to say your first impression of the episode? I was just like, if if you knew me and you knew the facial expressions I make, like I feel like. It was just that face I make where I'm kind of like confused and a little disgusted, and I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of just like, like I was just, ma- I felt myself making that face the whole episode, like the cringe, the face, cringe kind of. face, the cringe face, the yikes face. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Again, something about these episodes—they just go by very slowly to me. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Okay, so Logan, Logan and Shanae talk by the pool right next to Haley. And then Haley talks to Logan, but it's like very obvious that he's not into her. Um, and Haley, again, it's like, girl, stand up. You've talked to him maybe for like ten minutes or something. I don't know. It's clear something. She seems to think they had some chemistry on the first day. I don't know how long they talked, but girl, he's just—he's just not into you. He's just not into you. That was really hard to watch their conversation. Because he's so, he's giving nothing. He's so obviously not into her. And Logan is the type of guy, again, if he's not attracted to someone, he's not going to learn their name. He's not going to give anything in the conversation. He's not even going to be polite. Um, So we need to read all those signals. At least he's easy to read. (laughs) (laughs) Yet that still wasn't even a benefit. She still couldn't read the signs. No, Uh, no. She didn't even see the signs. He gave so many signs. In the wise words of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Then we find out that... Oh wait, sorry. Well, Shanae gets a date card. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I forget what it says exactly, but it's basically like... Second chance it's at like love. It's like rewrite, rewrite your love story or something. Again, Shanae is getting the hero arc. So not here for it. I hate it so much. And the fact that Logan is always like you know, we're both, we're both a little misunderstood. I'm glad that I get to see this Shanae. I don't know what she was like, but Shanae's awesome. I'm just like, she was horribly ableist. Like, oh God, I, I hate the arc she's getting. Like the, the, the way that white people get edited on the show is insane. Like they will get so many second chances and then a black person will do like one annoying thing and they'll be you know made fun of the whole it'll be like the whole, their whole personality like uh, i don't know why but i'm thinking of like tajwan like mm-hmm. she was a perfectly normal person and for some reason it was just like 
Tajwan's always crying in like a crazy way, like, oh my god, she's psycho and I like why? She was really funny and awesome. I miss Tajwan so much. She really made Paradise special. But I completely agree. That's what I wrote. Like, what is this villain love story? Because yeah, because Logan, the way Logan is talking about it, I just want to shake him. Because Logan's like I like I don't know, he like admires it about her. He's like she was misunderstood, like just like I was. Logan, nobody misunderstood you. Like you made yourself perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah. And also he's like she's so brave. He like he uses this these, yeah. the words he uses for her. I'm like, "What? Did you even watch the season?" To be honest, Logan isn't even that much of a villain. He's just kind of like a douche. And also like he didn't really do anything like backstabby. He was just like, "I like you. Actually, I'm going to accept some roses from you. Actually, I like you." Mm-hmm. Which is like I don't know. Whatever. That's just Logan being Logan. What Sinead did is, like, a separate category. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't know. It's, again, this is just cringe. It's just hard to watch because... Ugh. And, like, I just can't imagine, like... I mean, I, I'm i sure Elizabeth probably isn't watching this and just isn't paying attention to any of this because just of the way she was treated. But, um, like, imagine if you were Elizabeth watching this. I don't know. That's horrible. Um, oh yeah, then everyone's comparing their scars. And then we find out Sierra doesn't have one of her pinkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the shock of, of the episode. <laughs> she just whipped that little nub out. <laughs> but apparently it's perfect for hand-holding. Hand-holding, yeah. That was kind of cute, I guess. Sierra's fighting battles we had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone is fighting silent battles, okay? Especially Haley. <laughs> who says quote I'm not good at reading signs or seeing red flags <laughs> oh no Haley girl she is self aware though Haley <laughs> oh yeah so the day cards like rewrite our love story Um. oh then we find out that Sally and Justin hooked up at stagecoach maybe stagecoach 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 and Bachelor in Paradise have, like, a mutual, like, agreement or something. I think they do. I really think they do. (laughs) The amount of airtime that Stagecoach gets is crazy. More than Britney. Who? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, Britney. Wait, Britney on this Mm -hmm. episode? Yeah. (laughs) I said, ooh. I meant like, yeah, I meant like in ads, but yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. You know what I mean? What? Like in advertisement space, yeah. Stagecoach is probably getting the most. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. purely how much they're mentioned. But also in total screen time, Stagecoach is getting more than Britney. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. I agree. Um, so then we have this whole Sally's bag situation. I don't right. know if we have to Next, recap this whole no. thing. Yeah. No one needs to hear about that. No um, one wants to hear about that. That was dragged on for way too way long. Way too long. It's like, you know when you have a story that's like a little bit interesting, but you just kind of drag it on to like, you just milk every last drop. It's like, it's like you, so you make yourself a little batch of almond milk. 
right obviously and you're like straining it through the cheesecloth and you're just like twisting it over and over and you're trying to get every little last drip of almond milk <laughs> out of this out of this cheesecloth that's what they did to the sally's bag that's, story that's what they did to sally <laughs> to sally oh my god but in the coming up for the episode apparently sally is actually coming thank god thank god <laughs> what the hell would we do without her <laughs> they need to stop with the freaking one-nighters. Like, Haley, Sally, <laughs> Grocery Store Joe. Like, we don't care. <laughs> you wish Grocery Store Joe was never on the show? No, okay. I mean, I don't wish he was never on the show. It's just, like, come on. Like, it's just overdone at this point. That's true. Because we don't... Why would I care? Like, why would I care about Sally's love story? I don't know her. Yeah, they'll never stop doing the the, the first night going home people, though. Okay. Um. Anyway, Lacey's like, oh my god, guys, Sally's back. And then she's like, guys, why are you all running? <laughs> Which I thought was really relatable, because they all just start sprinting up there. <laughs> why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and then, okay, then we have the dumb little, like, it's Sally's vibrator! <laughs> and Hunter was like, I didn't know if vibrators were allowed. <laughs> Girl! girl holy shit luckily she's going home soon to her vibrator yeah 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 (laughs) um yeah i didn't take a single note on the sally's backstory um i also like why did i need to see wells and a producer no i didn't need to see that okay kira takes the vibrator because she's a slut whore (laughs) disgusting woman (laughs) and was like shaking it harlot <laughs> Scarlet Letter Kira. <laughs> um and then Justin talks with Katie's guys. Sometimes this guy talk just icks me out. He's like I mean it's fine. He's like Victoria challenges me and the guys are like, Yeah, you need to be challenged. So yeah, whatever. Good shit, Justin. Do whatever you want to do. Um I don't know. Then Justin and Genevieve talk and it just doesn't go well hard to watch again hard Hard to watch watch. he's like i'm checked out and then he's like how are you feeling and she's like i'm bad and then he's like why are you bad and then she's like you want you want me to be honest but then you react like that and then everything kind of spirals Mm -hmm. and is this is this is this when she's like you haven't done anything to validate me. And then the camera pans to the birthday cake. <laughs> no, this is earlier than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we haven't even reached that horrible time. Oh, okay. That okay. that was a lot, though. Oh, my God. Okay, then Romeo and Jill have a chat. So Romeo pulls Brittany for a chat. Yes, yes. And he's like, I want to do this without devastating Jill. And he leans in for a kiss. And Brittany's like, Boy, I don't even want to do this at all. <laughs> swerve. <laughs> he gets major swerves. <laughs> Brittany's like, I don't want to be in a love triangle. And then <laughs> in his side interview, Romy's like, well, she wants me to talk to Jill first. Which is like, yeah, yes, thank you. Like, can you please just grow up? Um, I don't know. And then Jill gets upset. Like, Romeo talks to Jill. And then Jill's like, what the hell? I've been bamboozled. <laughs> I too was bamboozled. I have so much respect for Brittany. I love Brittany. I want more Brittany screen time because, I mean, first of all, she's not into Romeo, so it's probably not that hard to be like swerve. 
but she just like handled it in such a mature way and really sort of put him in his place, you know? Yes, I agree. So. Brittany knows what she deserves, and what she deserves is Casey. Casey! I'm rooting so hard for Brittany and Casey, and I need ship it. I need more screen time from them. Yes, definitely need to. But Jill, I also, I mean, poor Jill. She's just going through it at this point. But I'm also glad that Jill is standing up for herself. I agree, yeah. The way that she was just like, I mean, we can get into this more later, but the way that she, like, once Romeo went after Brittany, she not, not once has she looked back. Mm-hmm. And I totally respect that for her. Um, so, Romeo is just out here crying, and then we kind of, like, move into the rose ceremony a little bit, but then it picks back up on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. one one iconic quote from Jill is when she was like, okay, yeah, I'll sit there and just let you walk all over me. Like, Ooh. you know because yeah. she's like what is she because she's standing up for stuff she's like what am I supposed to do just sit there and let you walk and I was like you are so right Jill you are so real for that Jill yeah Romeo says I made a big mess like yeah Romeo you obviously got in over your head the player played a little too hard and he got lost in the sauce I don't know what he was doing <laughs> he was I, I wrote down Romeo was moving mad yeah but it's like Okay, a guy like Logan, he knows how to juggle a few women at once. A guy like Romeo? Mm-mm, he just got in over his head. Yeah. Um, Logan and the Katie boys feel bad for Romeo. They they discuss and they're like, I feel bad, I feel for him. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Again, mm-mm. I need the Katie boys to step up a little bit. Katie boys being like Andrew, yeah. Michael, yeah. Justin. Um, like the guys watching Katie's season. Also, why are you talking to Logan? Period. Period. <laughs> um, okay, so the rose ceremony? Yeah, and at this point, you're kind of feeling like, I don't even know who's going to accept Romeo's rose. <laughs> right. So, and then we go see Romeo talk to Haley, um, and then he's crying to Kira, and then <laughs> it kind of just cuts off, and we get a preview for the next episode. Mm-hmm. They need to work on their previews because they have been given way too much away. Like, I don't even need to watch the next episode because I know what's going to happen. I know. I was watching with, well, I was watching with Coco and they were like, oh, are you, did you start watching the next episode? And I was like, no, this is the preview. (laughs) It's because they were showing basically an entire scene. The preview was like three minutes long. (laughs) Like, where's the suspense? Okay. You are a live TV show. The whole point is that there's supposed to be, like, some suspense until the next episode. Yeah. And it's like, now I don't even want to watch because I know I'm going to have to watch a Genevieve Sinead double date and I don't have any interest in that. You should not be showing me a scene. You should, or, like, a clip. You should be showing me snippets. Yeah. You should be showing me, the longest that a, a clip should go on is 10 seconds, yeah. the most. Max. And you need to cut it off. Max. Max. Okay. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So let's move on to episode two. Um, so we open up the app and Romeo is sobbing. <laughs> why, why was he crying so much? He was crying <laughs> so much. I honestly think they had to cut out like most of the scenes where he was crying. I feel like I missed something. Like, and then sometimes I thought like he was laughing. Like sometimes I thought like 
he was kind of just like laughing at himself but then he always like went back to crying and i just i was like did i miss something like what are you so upset about i think it's because it just all fell apart for him and then he had to confront the fact that he hadn't treated people well like if he had just gotten britney i don't think he would have ever had to like reflect on his actions but it was the mix of like it not working out for him plus who is he even going to give his rose to plus oh my god i've actually treated a lot of women poorly yeah because like then i think he actually started feeling really bad about jill he's just one of those guys like i think he like has remorse afterwards but he like he's too immature to like think about his actions in the moment yeah because like okay so he had that friendship with jill way before paradise then he kissed kira then we come to Paradise and he's like, Jill, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, please forgive me. I feel yeah. so bad. I want to do this with you. Then he, like, I don't know. Not like he leads Kira on, but, like, he kind of, like, love triangles for a little bit. But then he's like, okay, no to Kira. But, like, he was, so now he's kind of hurt one woman. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, and he's already hurt Jill once. Then he goes to Brittany. Now, but then he gets swerved by Brittany. Mm-hmm. Now he's also hurt Jill again. Mm-hmm. And no Brittany. So it's just like, you know, he has a long, I think, and I think that it all just hit him in that one moment when it all just came crumbling down for him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then Kira... Haley and Lace all kind of battle it out for Jacob's mm, rose. Mm-hmm. Jacob kisses all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kira goes all out. She dresses up in the in the, the leaves. leaves. Yeah. Which is not even how Jane... She wants to be the Jane to his Tarzan. And if anyone has seen Tarzan, okay, that's not even how Jane dresses. Mm-mm. Jane is British and is wearing her little British yellow dress and her explorer hat. Yeah. She's okay. giving, like, archaeology core. Yeah. yeah. She's not giving Adam and Eve. Yes, exactly. I was like, I think you're confused here. I mean, Kira looked good. Like, no, this is no hate. This oh, is just no not hate. historically accurate, okay? If it was a cosplay, <laughs> it would be <laughs> a zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Next time she should dress up as the gorilla from Tarzan. <laughs> Is that wrong? Is that bestiality? Um Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's cut that part. <laughs> um Okay, then Kira criticizes uh Lace and Haley for rose chasing. That's ironic. I kind of think Kira and Jacob work well together. Oh, I can see it. Because I feel like, because Jacob is also kind of out there, like, he showed up, like, with naked with the leaf, but he's kind of like, whatever, you know, like. That's true. Free-spirited, like, open with their sexuality, like, I don't know. Of all of those different, of Lace, Haley, and Kira, I think Kira and Jacob make the most sense. Yeah. To me. So I did see what she was saying. Yeah. It's just funny because last episode she was like, "Who am I gonna get a rose from now?" Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also think like, yeah, Jacob is kind of getting like the man slut edit. Mm. Like, oh, look at this naked, naked dude. Oh, he's so dumb. All he talks about is like getting bigger muscles and girls having pretty eyebrows. And mm-hmm. Kira's getting the woman 
slut edit of like, oh, this girl just wants to go to the boom boom room and she's just so horny and she wants to have a vibrator. And Imagine that. Imagine a woman using a vibrator. I mean, is there anything worse that I didn't a, even know a single person could do? We could own world? vibrators. <laughs> It's also funny because do you remember the whole like Katie Thurston Bachelorette era of like <laughs> sex positivity? <laughs> Turned on that real quick. Yeah. It was convenient for a season and then it was like, no, 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 no. We need to go back to our old ways. No sex positivity. Like women should not masturbate. Yeah. God. That is so true. I I honestly forgot about that. And again, like, with the sex positivity, like, that's why it was so annoying, because you knew it was just bullshit. And you knew that, like, they just do whatever works for them to create a narrative, you know? Yep. Like, they they actually praised her for bringing the vibrator yeah. on. And, like, at first, it, at first it was, like, a goofy little thing, but then they were like, wow, look at her. Like, she's willing to, like, put herself out there and just, like, say it and just be sex positive. And now they're like... <laughs> Kira's holding a vibrator. She's shoving it in people's faces. Ew! Gross! <laughs> Be like Hunter. Be sweet little dainty Hunter who didn't know we could have vibrators. <laughs> um, and then everyone's like, oh my god, Kira, like, you're just crazy. Um, they're like, she looks like a lettuce wrap. And everyone just, like, rips into her outfit. Like, okay, you know what? Kira looks fine. This is this is a pro-Kira, not pro-Kira, but, like, neutral-Kira podcast. Because I just think she's getting too much... I'm pro-Kira. Okay, yeah. We are... I'm neutral-Kira. Well, I'm a Kira defender. Yes. Yep. Like, I'll defend her. And I agree. also, like, definitely a big part of it comes from the fact that she's, like, a doctor. And so people are like, how can you be a doctor and have sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, it's like... It's like if the sexy doctor costume was became a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. A good point. Uh, okay, yeah. So okay, then we see Casey and Brittany having their first conversation, which I was like so happy about. Me too. I think Me that they, they match well. Like they both kind of like see through the bullshit a little mm-hmm. bit. And they're both like a little bit just like I don't know if this is for me, but, like, we'll see what happens. Yeah, very, like, chilled out. Like, they both seem, like, very mature to me and just sort of, yeah. Same. I want so much more of that. So much more. I was also thinking they're very mature. And they're both, neither of them, well, okay, no hate to Genevieve, but she's, I feel like she's just very, like, I just want to get engaged. Like, when's it my turn? Yeah. And I don't think Casey or Brittany have that energy of, like, I just want to get engaged. They're like, I just want to see what happens, and if I vibe, I vibe. Yeah. And I think that's the much better way to come into marriage. Yeah. Because otherwise, you might get engaged, but it might be to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of last season when we had Marissa. Marissa and Riley. Yeah. And it was like, are you in love with him or are you in love with the idea of being engaged? And same with him. Are you in love with Sunday mornings? Are you in love with her or are you in love with Sunday mornings, Riley? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A good question. (laughs) And it was answered. (laughs) And we got our answer. Uh, Victoria has a little nip slip, which we love for her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then Victoria and Justin talk. And then he's like, I want to pursue you. I want to focus my energy on you. And I was like, Justin, mm-mm-mm. I can already tell which way this is going to go. Because I feel like you're going to talk to Genevieve and say the exact same thing to her. So mm-hmm. shut it. Mm-hmm. Um, Because then right immediately after that, we get a scene where he's like, I really want to show Genevieve that I care. It's her birthday today. He gets her this cake and then they have a really awkward chat again it's hard to watch genevieve calls justin defensive then she's like i just need more validation i just need more um i guess validation yeah she's like i just need more validation and pan to the cake (laughs) (laughs) the cake's just in the middle of all this the cake got dragged into it yeah um that was that was just not good. Like, how are you fighting like this on day two? You know, oh God, no. the communication was terrible. And obviously communication is something you can work on. But I feel like you need to have a baseline. And I don't know. I, I agree. I think Genevieve just sort of came in with like a mindset of like what paradise, like how how she wants it to go, how it's supposed to be. But but I am also confused because. I don't know. She just confuses me. Like, I don't, like, she says, like, she just wants to be engaged and she just wants, like, all of that. But I don't, I don't, I don't think she knows what that really means. Like, if you've never been in love, I don't know. Shouldn't it be more about, like, falling in love than getting engaged? I totally agree. And I don't know. Like, I, I think she just has, like, she, like, wants everything to kind of, like, be perfect. But that's just not how it works. Like, the way she's like, oh, if he's conflicted, then I'm done. I'm just going to remove myself. When in reality, like, not that he's conflicted, but he could come back and just be like, oh, I had a good date, and but I'm still into you, and I need to get to know you better. And that doesn't mean, like, he's a terrible person, or that, like, you could never, it's never going to work out between you two. It just means, like, you need more time. And I don't know. Yeah. To me, Genevieve is a good person. She's just, like, you can tell that she's young. And you can tell that she's never been in love before. And yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my thoughts on her. Yeah. But I like her. And I want good things for her. Yeah. And also, again, no offense, but they just give her too much screen time. So it just be it's just like Yep. I, I feel like I would have more I don't know, like, I it wouldn't bother me as much if I wasn't, like, forced to watch it for the whole episode when, like, I'm interested in other storylines. Yeah, it's crazy how you can make someone likable or unlikable just by giving them a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, Britney, low screen time, it makes me want more. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. leave me wanting way yeah, more. Yeah, leave me wanting more. Again, with the previews, you need to leave me wanting more. Yep. And right right now I don't want more. <laughs> they need to learn how to underdo it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like have a light touch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Be subtle. Be subtle, subtle with it. <laughs> okay, but luckily the next clip is extremely healing to the soul because we get to watch Johnny and Victoria again. And nature is healing. <laughs> Johnny, our mountain man or whatever, our Tarzan. No, Jake is Tarzan. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Who's Johnny? Johnny is our Florida boatman. <laughs> Johnny takes girls out on boats and watches the sunset. <laughs> yeah, Victoria wants to explore Johnny, which ends up being a really good move, 
going, Victoria. I think that she also saw there wasn't really much going on with Justin. Yeah. Weirdly, I feel like Justin lost two girls in one night. Was Did Justin and Victoria kiss on their date? I think so. Okay. They seemed to have a good date. Yeah. But then, I don't know if it was just that he wasn't pursuing it enough. Or maybe she got a little bored. I know, Justin also kind of confuses me. Like, I can't tell if he's actually into any of these people. Like, he seems to, like, enjoy his time, but I, I I don't know. Like, something about it, like, I just, I feel like I'm not seeing, like, the chemistry. For sure. I also think it's tough because we didn't get to know him that well on Katie season. So I'm like, who are you? I I just don't understand also why he's such a catch. Like, because I just don't know his personality that well. No, I get what you're saying. Like, it's it's not that it's not like, oh, he's not a catch. It's more just like, I don't know enough about him to be like, yeah. He is a painter, which is cool. Yeah, I just don't think I would have expected that, like, a lot of the girls coming in this season would have been like, I really want to get to know Justin. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I would have seen that coming. Like, I yeah. thought maybe, like, Andrew would be more of that kind of guy. Me too, me too. I guess maybe it's just because Andrew, like, got it locked down. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I do think he's a catch. I just don't know that much about him. Right. Right. And I can't tell when he's into someone. I, I cannot. I cannot. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Then, well, poor Hunter with Johnny and Victoria. Because oh, she, cause she was yeah. spiraling yesterday, but then she sort of got, like, lulled into thinking everything was okay. And then in the 11th hour, that comes out. And I was like, dang. Because as a woman, like, Sometimes you're spiraling, but you kind of know you're right. And that's, like, the worst when it's, like, when it's, like, dang. (laughs) My anxiety wasn't lying to me. That was actually my gut instincts being correct. When the anxiety is proven right, like, damn, this is not feeling. And everyone, and all your girlfriends are trying to tell you, like, no. But you're like, "Mm, guys, no. I know. I know. I know what it is. I know that was really sad. Um, so Johnny and Victoria kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they are such a hot couple. They they've got some chemistry. I'm gonna be honest because they're both like the flirty kind. And yes. So when you put them together, yes. it's like whoa, like flirty, flirty like crazy. Yes. Like that's what I'm saying. That chemistry, like I feel like that. I've not seen that chemistry with anybody else on the beach yet. Oh. That's a good point. Have I you? also thought, um, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, they just genuinely seem really into each other. And I mean, probably some of it is like sex, sexual tension or like a bit of lust. But like, I feel like when you, at the beginning of getting to know someone, you should have that. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay, then we go into the rose ceremony. I do have more thoughts, but I want to. Okay, because. I want to keep going through I, the plot. Yeah, me too. So, Andrew gives his rose to Teddy, mm-hmm. Brandon and Serene, we saw that coming. Weirdly for Brandon and Serene, they play this really tense music. It's like, dum 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 dum. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What the <laughs> hell? And for Andrew and Teddy, they play like the most romantic music ever. So, maybe they're trying to throw yeah. us off the, off the scent. Okay, Michael picks Sierra, Logan picks Shanae, Casey and Brittany, Jacob picks Lace, which I was like, maybe the producers... But like, why don't you keep Lace around? Definitely possible. Haley or Hunter, because they're kind of boring. Kira. And Lace is, or, sorry, Kira. Mm-hmm. I do think that they wanted to get rid of Kira. I think they wanted Kira to be like a one to two episode 
part arc. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she was going to be a long-term thing for them. Yeah. I don't think they saw her as like a real yeah. love interest. Anyway, so I thought maybe that could have been producer influence. I'm but. happy Lace stayed. Me too. I'm happy she chose it to stay as well. Good good move by the producers. Okay, Justin ends up picking Genevieve. Like, that kind of confused me. Like, I just feel like I'm missing something from all of that drama. Because, like, did he know he was going to pick her? Like, why couldn't he just have told her that? Or or was it seeing Victoria make out with Johnny made him not want to pick Victoria? But if that's the case, why would he be upset about that if he just did that to Genevieve? So it none of it really makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if we're missing something or if like I think that they're just being confusing. I think yeah. we've seen everything. It's just that they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There is no rational explanation, and we should not try to find one. There is no explanation. There is only reputation. <laughs> uh, and then we, yeah, so be- be- before Genevieve gets the rose, she says, I don't think I'm going to make it through this night. <laughs> like, girl, are you going to die? I literally, like, Are you on your deathbed? <laughs> Genevieve, like, chill. <laughs> and then... Johnny gives his rose to Victoria. Maybe mm. there was a little bit more of that than we saw. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like somehow, I don't know. Anyway, Johnny gives his rose to Victoria. Romeo chooses Jill. So kind of like all the guys end up going back to like their first option, except Johnny switches it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like the producers definitely wanted to keep Victoria around. For sure. I don't know if they would have had to encourage the guys because what guy doesn't want to pick Victoria? You know? Yeah. But I feel like they were gonna make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And they I don't think they wanted to keep Haley. No. I think they were gonna make sure that Haley and Kira kind of skirted. Mm-hmm. Um like unless they had something really long term. Anyway, so going home is Kira, Hunter, and Haley. I was only surprised by Hunter. Yeah, but okay, this is what I'm saying. In the previews, they show us every single girl who was there the next episode. And I was like, okay, so I guess I know who goes home now. Yeah, they definitely give a lot away. I feel like in the previews, they literally show a shot of all the girls on the daybed being like, we're so excited for Rodney. So you can see exactly who's there and exactly who's not. <laughs> no, and Hunter's missing. <laughs> and, Hunter, and Hunter was not there. And they, you can also do process of elimination because if I see Victoria's in the next episode, I'm like, well, who picks Victoria, you know? Mm. And I see Genevieve's there, too. I'm like, okay, so if they're both there, then Justin must have picked Genevieve, right? Because not like another guy would have. Anyways. Okay, then it's the next morning. Casey's a real dumb gentleman. He brings breakfast to some of the girls, to Genevieve and Jill, I think. Casey made Jill avo-toast. And he's not even into either of them. I mean, maybe he is. But, like, I truly think it was just, like, he's a good guy. Yeah. Avocado toast is a valid love language. Oh, for sure. Um, Shanae says she's ready to commit to Logan. And Logan's into Shanae. He says she's a good person with a chip on her shoulder. Oh my god. Which, again, I'm just like, I can't with any of this. need him to stop. This whole narrative is disgusting. I don't even know at this point if it's the hero arc, because it's not working on me at all. Mm -hmm. It's, like, too transparent. So, I don't know how other people feel, but it's, like, Maybe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe since I can see through it, it's not working on me. Whereas, yeah. like, 
who's getting a real hero arc? Like, Brittany. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that girl, so likable. Right. I need um, to see how... I need to, I need to go on social media. I haven't been going on much because I'm trying to keep my opinions my own. You know, I don't want to be influenced, but um, I am curious how the public is reacting to it. Same, same, same. Um, okay, Genevieve and Justin talk. And she's like, I'm feeling totally different from last night. 180. Really, I think she just needed, like, one good night of sleep. <laughs> Which, you know, as a girl, we've all been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just a little dehydrated. <laughs> Turns out she just needed, like, a good dinner. Um, and she's like, I'm ready to communicate. And he's like, I'm so glad to hear that. And so this is, like, probably the first good conversation we've seen between mm-hmm. those two. And so they're ready to have a good day together. Let's just have a good day. Um, okay. Then Aaron and James come back to the beach. Um, they're looking beefy. They are like just bulked up. They like honestly. I mean, they're both attractive, but somehow they still had a glow up. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like the way they carry themselves too. I feel like they're more, especially James. I feel like James seems a lot more confident, and I'm I'm happy for that. You know, I agree. I think this time around, they both are ready to wingman each other. Whereas last time they just wanted to bromance each other. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm excited to see. I love that. They're, they're, they use the word big facts like a million times, but their side <laughs> interview, the banter they have in this, like the chemistry they have in the side interview is really cute. Actually, that's probably the couple with the most chemistry. Yes. Yet again. Yes. Um, they're just so giggly with each other. They just, they cannot get enough of each and other. And it's honestly beautiful to see like, a nice male friendship it actually gives a little bit like love island vibes it does it and does fashion Paradise needs a little bit of what love island has got sometimes yeah. i don't know because that's what i was thinking too i was like i wish we could see more of like the women's friendships too mm-hmm. like i'm kind of missing that content i think that it might just be missing from this season period yeah. at least thus far yeah 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 and we'll, we'll get into some of and that we will later. definitely get into that yeah um and the girls all seem really excited to see Aaron and James, mm-hmm. which, as they should. Um, we find out that Genevieve and Aaron know each other a little bit from before and maybe have their eyes on each other a tiny bit. Genevieve seems like, just like, no, it's not there. But Aaron definitely seems like, I want to talk to Genevieve first. Like, right. I think he came in with her in mind. Um, right. And but I kind of get, I think Genevieve, what Genevieve was saying is like, we've met and it's only ever been friendly so she was sort of like if he was into me then like he probably would have like made a move at some point which i understand what she's saying like there sure no definitely that's a good point and also then we're reminded that shanae started a rumor about them having sex on after or whatever Women women tell all which is like i told first of all i totally forgot that happened but also so then i think genevieve was a little bit just like wanting to defend herself being like no it's only been friendly because i'm sure it has only been friendly up until this point even yeah. if she's like well i would if he wanted to but she's like having to like fight some demons off <laughs> <laughs> um so that so james asked shanae on a date and aaron asks genevieve on a date mm-hmm. and logan is like actually really threatened oh yeah and we find out that logan is just like an insecure man Mm-hmm. which we probably always knew that the whole time but again that is the that is the worst genre of man so i'm expecting him to pull some absolute bs yeah he he's down bad he's honestly down bad this episode 
Yeah. I did not see that coming from M- him. Missing his lady. His lady is not missing him. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then Justin calls Genevieve hypocritical and he's like, whatever, upset that she's happy to go fly off into the sunset with Aaron when she was upset that he went on a date. I don't even know what to think about that whole situation. Which is like, it's valid, but it's also confusing. Because on the one hand, like, I understand where he's coming from. But on the other hand, like, he shouldn't be hypocritical either, right? Because he was telling her, like, it's still early. So he should also try to exemplify that. Right. If If we're following his rules, it's totally okay for her to go on a date. But then at the same time, I get it's like, well, he's just upset that she was upset. It's like, whatever. It's too complicated. Yeah, anyway, it's both of them should be able to go on dates with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then random little moment where Jacob is talking about going to <sighs> Hong Kong. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, a little culture from Jacob. And then we find out that it's Hong Kong, which is a strip club in Tijuana. <laughs> So, again, the Jacob Manslot edit. <laughs> and Lace... Lace was too stunned to speak. <laughs> she really was. Yeah, I think Lace, like, lost all feelings she had for Jacob in that one moment. Yeah. <laughs> Lace was like, why'd you go to Hong Kong? And the way that Jacob didn't even, like... He was like, why are you confused? <laughs> He's like, what are you confused about? <laughs> okay, then... We have to also squeeze out every little drop of almond milk about this, like, oh my god, Shanae and Genevieve are going on a date together. And, like, they get a side interview on every single person about this. It's like, I don't care. Also, you've showed me a lot of preview, and I think if they had a fight, you would have shown me that preview. So, once again, I feel like I kind of already know what happens, and I think that it's gonna go well. And I don't really give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's, yeah, I just don't, I just don't care. That went on for way too long. So then Shanae weirdly is like saying that she thinks like her conversations with Logan are a little awkward. And then mm. it just seems like things actually aren't all rosy peachy as I thought they were. Cause it seemed like they had a really good first date. Yeah. Um, and I thought they had good chemistry. They were like dancing it up. But then like on this date, she's like totally switching up and mm-hmm. saying that like, she feels so much more of a spark with James. She feels so much more comfortable with him. It's way less awkward. It just it fits correctly. It's just right. I don't know. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I did not see that coming either. I think I think it went well for them though. I kind of feel like Shanae and James. I think she'll give her rose to James. Yeah, I I, don't, I was confused. I feel like I didn't really see enough to understand. That's a good their point. chemistry either. Like, they didn't show us enough of the date of the date part of the date. We saw a chicken fight. We yeah. saw a nacho eating contest. Yeah. And we saw Sinead twerking, if you can call that twerking. And James twerking a little bit. Um, I was kind of obsessed with James's dancing, to be honest with you. That's fair. Because I honestly think that James and Aaron being on the date together really brought out, like, the best energy in them. For sure. For sure. And again, they weren't, like, brawly with each other. They were just, like, goofy. goofy. Brought out the goofy side. It was really sweet, actually. Yeah. Um, Aaron and Genevieve have a nice chat. Yeah. Um, they both want to pursue each other and they kiss. That, see, like, that also confused me 
because I, I don't know. I'm confused how Genevieve feels. I, and again, like I feel like because with the way she was acting about Justin, like you would think she's really into Justin, but I feel like she's more just again just I don't want to say the optics, but more about like wanting things to go right. Yep. So more I about don't like know. yeah, it's like she just wants a love story. Yeah, cause cause even with Aaron, like I mean, they definitely seem like friends and stuff, but I wasn't feeling like a lot of chemistry either. Like, sure, I think I she definitely has more chemistry with Aaron than with Justin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of see it. I ship it. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I think that they're cute together. Like they they just like look. They look like they would be a couple. Yeah, they do look good together. Um, yeah, and again, Shanae calls the date effortless with James, and then they kiss. People at the house are a little bit sad, and then people are saying they want a new guy to come in, and then we get a clip of a dude walking in, but it turns out it's Jared and Ashley. <laughs> Yay! I was like, damn, are we still dragging them back onto the we show? We are still milking that almond. <laughs> Just let this almond go. The last time they were on the show was like many seasons ago and they got engaged and that felt like, back then it was like, whoa, you're bringing them back on? Wait, did they have their wedding? No. No, okay, okay. No, they had their wedding like in Rhode Island or something. Oh, Somewhere okay, nice. Okay, I guess they I'm probably really nice thinking wedding. of the engagement. Yeah. You're thinking of the engagement, and you're maybe you're mixing up Carly and that guy's wedding. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so half the group is like, who are these people? The men. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jill, our girly, she's like, Jared and Ashley, I love you. And I was like, yes. But then, and at first I was like, wait, what are they doing here? Because, like, there wasn't, like, a planned activity. But then they kind of just, like, hung out with the group and talked to them, and actually it seemed like they all got along. I don't know. It seemed nice, I guess. It did seem nice. I feel like the girls needed it to I... sort of have, like, someone to talk to. And because I honestly think, like, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, I like to see, like, the women, like, interacting with each other and, like, talking about it. Because I feel like we learned, I learned so much more about how all the women are feeling in that, whatever, 10-minute conversation with Ashley than I have in the past two episodes. And I think Teddy learned a lot about herself, too, in that conversation. (laughs) That is a really good point. Yeah. I think that they bring in a lot of what was missing from the season so far. And, like, I'm sure they already timed it of when Jared and Ashley would come. But I think it was kind of perfect timing because I feel like, yeah, the women needed someone to talk to. And they also needed some hope. Like, I think a lot of them were just like, God, this isn't going to work out. Mm -hmm. Like, these guys are poopy, Mm -hmm. Um, which is totally fair. But yeah, they needed some hope. And also we just needed like some pure love because there's not one couple that I look at that's like, wow, that is true romance. Like that is true love. Um, I feel like Brandon and Serene is what they want me to feel like, but I don't feel it with them. I don't know. I want them to be happy, but I just like don't see it. They yeah. either need to show me more. Like I still need to be convinced. Me too. But like Jared and Ashley, that is true love. And so- mm-hmm. It's, like, nice to just have, like, a nice, solid couple on the beach. But, again, you do not necessarily want to have Ashley and Jared's paradise story. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Because that is a horror story. Yeah. But Jared and Ashley, oh, God, they're just so legendary. Like, you couldn't write that. You couldn't make that up. Like, 
their love story is just like no other. And if I think if someone wrote that, it'd be like, okay, this is way too dramatic. Like, like why did you add in so many twists and turns? <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to hear the toasts at their wedding. <laughs> yeah. For context, Aaron and I just went to a wedding and there were many, many toasts. A lot of toasts. And actually the couple had also, they were on and off, just like Ashley and Jared. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. always came back to each other in the end. Mm-hmm. True romance. Kind of beautiful. Yeah. And it also, like, I feel like also you, it really sort of helps you know it's the right person. You know, because That's true. You've, you've, like, been together, you've, like, grown on your own, and so you're really sure of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, they, like, they, they're endgame, you know what I mean? They'll be yeah. together forever. And it's so nice. I know. Um, okay, next up, Rodney comes to the beach, mm-hmm. which is also some nice energy. I wasn't the hugest Rodney fan. I still feel like I'm waiting to see the real Rodney. Like, I think he's a little bit of a persona. Hmm. And I feel like sometimes you see through it. Not that he's, like, hiding something deep and dark. Yeah. Um, I just think he's, he's, like, a little awkward. He just kind of laughs when he's uncomfortable. And I'm like, I just want to see, like, the Rodney when he's, like, with his close friends. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. But Roddy shows up and he says he's interested in Teddy, Serene, and Eliza. Jill's excited to see a new guy. Yeah, Rodney pulls Teddy. I don't know. The way they talk, it was like a job interview or something. <laughs> it was a little awkward between them. Yeah. I think that's just kind of how Rodney is, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of giving job interview. <laughs> and then Teddy starts spiraling a little bit. But Rodney also pulls Jill. Oh, right, right, right. And they have a nice conversation. And Jill says, Jill says she wants someone to make her laugh besides herself. (laughs) Which is intensely, intensely relatable. That is 100% a statement I have said before. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I just want to meet someone who makes me laugh the way I make myself laugh. And then, so then Teddy starts spiraling? Or does Rodney pull anyone else? No, then, then Teddy starts spiraling. Um... And I guess it's just because she feels like something is missing with Andrew. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I completely agree. Something is missing between I the two of them. I think we've all seen what's missing, which is which is chemistry. Yeah, just like a little like a little spark. A spark. Well, they have a tiny spark, but it's like, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think Teddy made the right choice, and I think like someone had to say it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's unfortunate that it had to be her. Yeah, but. I don't think this was going to be a long-term thing, so. Yeah. Um, Sweet Teddy. I love her, and I just feel really bad for her, and she's having a hard time, and I just, I respect that she was able to be honest with herself, and honest with Andrew, because that's, that's really hard, and I think a lot of people on this show wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think one thing is... I respect her for how much she cares. And you can see, like, how upset she is just for breaking up with him. And they've really only been seeing each other for, like, one week at most. Um, And I know they've spent a lot of time together. But it's like, you can see how empathetic she is and, like, how she really feels for him. Um, Which I just, like, really respect her for that. And then I also think, like, I just don't think Paradise, I think Paradise is, like, a tough environment for her. Um, but she was like pushing through and 
I also respect her for that too. Like she's just like a real person, and I think she wanted to like go back to the real world. Yeah. Um, but she like she was like trying to stick it out and see what it was going to be like with Andrew. My my third thought is there was too much like pressure slash like build up, which I think they both recognized that it's so hard when there's like that much expectation. And they both said that they like basically came to the beach just to meet each other. Like, oh my God, that's a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah. So I I guess we sort of skipped over the fact that Teddy has a conversation and with Andrew and breaks up with him. Right. Yeah. Sorry. You know, it's okay. I just realized that we should oh, yeah. probably yeah. say that. So, Ted, yeah, Teddy, like, is like, Andrew, yeah. can I talk to you? They break up. Then she goes running away, and then Jill goes to comfort her. Yeah. And again, like, um, I feel like, again, with the friendships, like, te- like, Jill was the only one who went to go comfort her. I was like, where's Serene, who supposedly is, like, such a good friend to you? Or, like, do you remember there was some point... In, in one of the episodes where Genevieve was like, oh, I think I'm going home. And Teddy was like, no, like, you can't leave. Like, I need you here. I was like, where are the girls? Like, they need to be, like, rallying around her right now. And she just, like, was alone. I totally agree. And I also think, like, it just shows that there, we just don't have, like, the girl friendships yet yeah. that we need. Because I think, like, if you're not getting any support, from your girls then it's just a really lonely lonely place yeah exactly if you don't have those like close female friendships yeah no because that was the vibe i was getting from teddy was that she just like felt very alone i think she was like holding a lot of that in and that's why it's good ashley came and she sort of got that out and back to your point about everything being built too built up i like agree you can't come to paradise in the hopes of only meeting one person that's because that's not what paradise is. Par- the point of paradise is to be open to dating at least a few people. You know, if you come and you make a connection with someone, then that's fine. You don't have to. But that shouldn't be, like, your mentality going in. Like, if that's the case, what's wrong with just sliding into the DMs? You know? Like, I don't understand why they felt like they couldn't just go on a date or something yeah, me too. I'm really confused. Why didn't you guys just go out outside of this? I don't know. But like, maybe they didn't want to repeat the same, like, well, what if we see each other, but we still want to go on Paradise? Okay, let's just meet. Let's just wait to meet up on Paradise. Kind yeah. of thing. I don't know. I can't, I guess I can see it, but it's just like, I don't think it's ever worked when you're like, I'm going to Paradise to meet this one person. Yeah. Ever. Like, I think the best, like, the most successful Paradise relationships is, like, it's just like you're both on the beach and then it just like works out like like i feel like jade and tanner like i don't Mm -hmm. think she came trying like they didn't come trying to meet each other yeah like maybe she had like maybe she knew of him had like a tiny crush on him but like or like ashley just like fell in love with jared first sight sight unseen sight unseen (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like that wasn't like i'm coming to meet jared or like Astrid and Kevin always say mm-hmm. they like never even knew of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like these like power couples. They didn't know. Yeah. And like I feel like all the couples that are like, I came to see you, it just like doesn't work out. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you get really hopeless. Yeah, exactly. And again, like there's nothing wrong like with what Rodney says where it's like, Oh, I'm interested in meeting like these girls. But if it's like I'm only coming here for you and that was like part of Teddy and Andrew's conversation. Andrew was sort of like 
if you knew things weren't going to work out between us, like, would you have even come on the show? And Teddy said no. That was wild to me. That was wild. Which is like, what? I don't think she wanted to even come on Bachelor in Paradise. I know. Which is weird, because I'm like, I feel like Teddy should have been a huge catch. I agree, but I don't know. Again, like, I just don't get it, because if, if that's, like, how strongly you feel, like, about coming for one person like that's why that's what i don't get because in that case if you go on a date and you're into each other then you can just go on more dates and if you're not into each other then you would have no reason to go on paradise because you the only reason you were going to go in the first place was for that person right (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know yeah it doesn't really make sense i don't know okay so then right because teddy only came to meet andrew and then it doesn't work out for andrew she basically decides that she's gonna leave and go home and she's like talking to producers and she's like i don't want to say goodbye the only person i wanted to talk to is andrew and i've already done that yeah so she just leaves and doesn't say goodbye um irish goodbye yep the irish goodbye and i honestly totally understand why she did that same i same because she was really, like, going through it. You can just tell, like, she was not herself. She was not happy. And, again, like, nobody was really there comforting her. So why would she then want to go and be like, okay, I'm leaving. And everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, no, don't leave. Like, we love you. But it's like, you don't. Because what were you doing? Yes. Like, she just had to be the one to break things off with Andrew. She's going through a horrible time. And then she has to be like, hey guys, hey, I'm leaving. Like, no one, it's just like not, when you're really upset, that's just like the last thing you want to do. And then everyone is going to crowd around you. And yeah, I totally get that. Um, And then, and then Serene decides to finally start looking for Teddy to talk to her. Yeah. And then she finds out from Wells that Teddy has left. And then Serene tells Andrew and then Jill is like really upset too, and she's crying in the side interview, and she says, "All my friends are gone." Oh. And earlier in the episode, Jill had also said that she feels so alone. Yeah. Like it was really bad for Jill, because yeah. I honestly can't imagine. It reminds me of like Love Island when someone's best friend goes home, goes home. I can't imagine like being in this environment and then mm-hmm. your best friend leaves. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm absolutely Peace. out of here. Yeah, Jill. I love Jill. She's a good friend. She was like the one person that was that was there. Yeah. And again, maybe there were other people and producers didn't show it to us. I, I honestly hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. That would make me feel better, but I don't know. And then Andrew is also sad. And I feel bad for Andrew too because I, I feel like, because his perspective on it was sort of like, you know, we had like this little something and like I was trying to make it work. I was trying to like, Stoke the flame. Stoke the flame, yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think he was really into Teddy, you know? And maybe part of it was just, like, the idea of her and this, like, idealized version of her. But, um, I think, I think he was genuine, you know? Yes. I do think it was a little too much, like, it was, like, on paper it looked like it worked and Mm -hmm. they looked good together. But that's not what makes a relationship you know no, what i mean no <laughs> like at all <laughs> yeah um and so i think like yeah the idea of them is good and it feels like it should work 
Yeah. And then I think that's also why they were like holding on to it for too long. Yeah. It's because yeah, it was like, yeah, this yeah. feels like it should work. People have told us that we should definitely meet each other. Yeah. Um, but like this, I that's why I think it was tough to accept like, mm, okay, this, <laughs> something's off here. Yeah. And I do, I think Andrew will like, I don't know, because like when you feel it, you feel it. I think Andrew will feel, find it with someone else and realize that that was missing. He's so cute. He'll, he'll be okay. I did feel bad for him, but I was also like, Andrew, like, be, like, look deep into your heart and be real. And do you really think it was there with Teddy? Yeah. No. I mean, no. But I just, I like Andrew, and I mean, again, like, it, it, it'll it be okay. It was the right thing to do, but I just felt bad for him yeah. in that moment. He's a sweetie, though, and he handled it well. Yeah, he did. And then, for absolutely no reason, sorry, do you have more thoughts? No. For absolutely no reason, we hear from Logan. <laughs> in a side interview who says there was no real closure or answers and he feels bad for Andrew and that this wasn't how it was supposed to go Teddy wasn't supposed to leave and now there's one more guy who will be packing <laughs> his bag <laughs> Logan has one thing on his mind so we hear from Logan the men's rights activist <laughs> <laughs> which I also am just like was there no real closure answers because they had a breakup talk yeah so 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 she broke up with him so that feels like closure and answers (laughs) (laughs) so you weren't part of the relationship logan so you actually don't need closure or answers (laughs) i just can't with him and i wish that they would cut him out. <laughs> I wish that they would pull a, a Try Guys with Ned and just edit him completely out of the season. <laughs> just blur his yeah. face when necessary. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. Just shut up, Logan. <laughs> um, then we get shots of Serene and Jill crying. Mm-hmm. Andrew crying. <laughs> That's just Teddy's impact. Yeah. That he really had an impact. Um, Rodney then asks where Teddy is. <laughs> he wants to ask her on a date. Rodney finally decides who he wants to take on the date. Like five hours later. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? It's like sunset. It's like right after she's left, and Rodney's like, hey guys, where's Teddy? <laughs> Oh, sweet Rodney. <laughs> sweet, sweet Rodney. Uh, and then he finds out she's left. And then that is like the dramatic cliffhanger, like as if. But I also feel like from the preview, I know that he's going to take Lace on a date. Remember from like the oh, very first preview? Right. Right. That's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And then that's the end of week two, episode two. Woof. Woof. And then we get a preview. And the only notable thing I thought was that Sally finally arrives. Thank God. Like, can we please stop with that? Do we think she's going to get it on the beach? If she doesn't get with Justin, what was the point of bringing her on the show? (laughs) I hope she gets with Justin. I was going to say, I feel like Logan would go after her. I could see that. Oh, and the Justin, Genevieve, Aaron love triangle is coming. So that will be fun. Mm-hmm. the angry Justin eating in the background <laughs> oh, um, man. okay so who are you gonna give your rose to from this week Oof. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Mm. Hmm. I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to give mine to Teddy. Okay. Because she just she just had a hard time. I think she handled it really well. And I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her for doing what was right for her, you know, and not like just like I think it just shows that she's a genuine person, you know, that when she didn't have the connection, she said something. She couldn't like fake it, which uh, not that a lot of people fake it in an extreme way faking it, but I think it's easy to sort of go along with something, you know, Mm -hmm. and that she was just honest with herself and producers, which seemed hard. It seemed like producers didn't really want her to leave definitely so that's a good call i'm gonna give my rose to more of a side character but i'll give it to Brittany. okay she's just like i feel like at every turn she's made the right move mm-hmm. she's always been mature and I've, I've seen no red flags in her yet she's really funny she's charming she's beautiful she's a great catch what's not to love about Brittany? more more Brittany screen time please yeah more Brittany screen time do you want to introduce a, a new segment? or? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for roses or thorns? Yeah. Okay. Jared and Ashley showing up. Rose, because even though I did see some people online were like, again, how much are we going to milk the Jared and Ashley thing? At the end of the day, I've always been an Ashley I stand. Like, she was sort of the first person on this show who I was like, I relate to you just constantly crying over a man that really represented me at that time of my life. <laughs> James taking Shanae on the date. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kira's leaf outfit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I mean, was it a rose? No. Was it a thorn? No. It was, it was, like, a... it was like the stem. Yeah, it was the stem, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's there. <laughs> and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. That's That has been Roses and Thorns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for next week, I guess we'll just see more of Jared and Ashley in the Boom Boom Room, apparently. Oh my god. I feel like also, you know what I like about it is that when Ashley I, as I said, when Ashley I was like going through it, I was also going through it. Like, I don't remember how old I was. Like, it must have been some point in high school where all I did was like, just, you know, cry over like random boys. But now I'm in a a serious relationship. So now Ashley I still represents me, aka farting in bed with your boyfriend. Oh, so true. And then he's like, Thank you. Thank you for that. And <laughs> she just never stops giving. <laughs> so true. Well, that that is a wrap, unless you have any other thoughts. That's all I got. Okay. Catch us next week. Sorry for the delayed episode this week. (laughs) We know you were all waiting. (laughs) We will try to yeah, we know we kept you all waiting. We'll try to have a better schedule for next week. And that has been the First Impressions Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.